Beautiful. That was our first duet. Wow. What a moment. I didn't even, I wasn't even planning to sing today. Uh-uh. But that song is topical because this is the No Worries If Not year in review episode. It's a year in review, and it's also the end of the year performance review. I didn't know we were doing that. We review each other's performances and decide if we stay. Oh, I like that. You could replace me? Or you could replace me. Ooh. Or both. Spicy. Uh, my name is Aaron Tuning. And this is Andrew Stanley. We have a lot to talk about. We have a whole calendar year to break down. We know you guys listen to this podcast for news and hot takes. And also, we've only existed as a podcast for half of that year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're going we're gonna to dive into it all here in a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But first, we do need to read an ad. Yes, we do. If you wouldn't mind just cracking that open and reading it to us. Mm-hmm. Love our sponsors. This one is one of my personal favorites. New Year's Eve is an emotional time. There's a lot of pressure to go out and act a certain way, get wild, toast, pee on the street in Times Square, smooch a stranger, bang pots and pans, pee again, sing Black Eyed Peas songs, eat Black Eyed Peas, watch the balls drop, make some noise, eat 12 grapes. Why is everything about New Year's so annoying? Why do I find myself doing all the annoying things even though I know they are annoying? Well, I finally stopped needing to ask myself that when I discovered New Year's Eve behavior adjustment straps. It's a strap that wraps around your bicep. Every time you do something annoying on New Year's Eve, the strap's built-in pinching device squeezes the crap out of that sensitive skin on the back of your arm. People will think you're giving a customary New Year's Eve excitement howl, but really you are experiencing... Helpful behavior adjusting agony. Now, when you see your friend at 12.01 a.m., you'll say, Hey, Daniel, I haven't seen you all year. <laughs> Ow, my arm. Oh, it kills. Never again. You will be unable to lift the 2022-shaped glasses with no lenses in them up to your eyes because your left or right arm will be stinging so bad from the pinch you received when you were telling someone about the best fireworks you've ever seen. Say goodbye to all of your clothing with sequins on it. New Year's Eve behavior adjustment straps. I got a feeling that tonight's going to be a calm night. Thank you to New Year's Eve performance adjustment straps. Everybody needs those. Behavior adjustment straps. For sure. Yeah. Um, Man, I haven't seen you all year. That works every time. Yeah, that's a joke that I think we all think we thought of. And then you realize that it's been going on for a long time, and it's very annoying. Yeah, this is good. We're ruining everybody's, you know, dad slash uncle jokes. So now you'll look at your friends and be like, "You're the worst." 
Also, every now and then, I catch myself describing the best fireworks I've ever seen to someone. It's like, oh, you think these are good? One time, I went to this minor league baseball game, and they had amazing fire. It's like, nobody cares. No one cares. No one's like, oh, tell me more about the fireworks that you saw one time. That's second only to dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> How can you describe a firework that so someone's like, whoa? Just like, whoa, it was that big and bright <laughs> and loud and long? <laughs> Yeah, no. Wow. Can't I wish it. I wish I'd been there, dude. Uh, oh, I if only. I, I wish I'd been at those fireworks. Ugh. Yeah, nobody cares about that. Um, well, how's your week weeks been going? We had a week off. We had a week off because I had COVID. Very thank you so much. Um, you know, it, it was your turn. Yeah. It, it, How did you make it this far? It's crazy. If you haven't had it at this point, you're a nerd. And you're so social. I'm so social. Well, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, once I got the vaccine, it definitely loosened up pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but still had some, you know, like, hey, I'm not going to do that. And I don't know. Well, um, thank you for waiting to get infected until the night after we had hung out. Of course. Yeah. No problem. Well, um, I, I said, you know, we can just tell people we took a week off because Christmas is pretty normal to take a week off. And you're mm-hmm. like, nope, the, I want to be honest with our listeners. I was infected. Yes. Yeah. We need to be transparent. Mm-hmm. You know, learned a lot about the testing situation. Um, also we were, we were a day away from recording with Santa. Yeah, guys, we almost made a huge mistake. I almost killed Santa Claus and then I would have to become Santa. Yeah. We were supposed to do an interview the next day with Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. And then we found out Aaron tested positive. He'd found out one day later, we could have killed Santa Claus. Well, I wasn't even, I didn't test positive. I just knew I was exposed and I was like, I can't risk it. Wow. You're a hero. I'm a hero. You didn't even have the data to back it it's up. It's very you, selfish because I didn't want to become Santa Claus. We've all seen the movie. Yeah. I've just killed Santa Claus and Tim Allen. Yeah. And then I become Santa Claus and then I have to move to the North Pole. What would my role be? Would I have to be involved in your new Santa Claus life? I don't know. Would we keep doing the podcast? It seemed, it seemed like weird if my co-host was Santa Claus, but then the podcast wasn't about that. <laughs> that's true there's just a guy no worries let's keep work at work andrew and santa claus don't ask us about santa claus mm-mm, stuff though mm-mm, secrets yeah but covid you know wasn't fun um fully vaccinated i i was supposed to get my booster the following week now you got that natural booster i got that natural booster i am immune af uh-huh so i'm about to be a nuisance i'm gonna go to jail probably for gonna new, have a great new, new year's eve Probably. I also looked up how long the immunity lasts, and they're like, it's between um, three and 65 months. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Pretty uh, unhelpful. The virus hasn't even been around for 65 months. Why don't they think that that's a number? I have no idea. There's there's a lot of question marks here. I'm not going to get into all that. It's been longer than 65 months since the first case. Yeah, and the other hilarious, awful thing was I did the full, you know, 10 days since symptoms came out. Um, tested negative twice, and I was like, okay, I'm free. And the day that I became free, CDC was like, mm, five days. Five days. <laughs> it was unbelievable. I thought it was someone like, photoshopped something. I was like, there's no way. No way it just locked up for two full weeks. It feels like they just, CDC, just, by not releasing it sooner, stole five days of your life from you. A little bit. Isn't that just if you're asymptomatic, you wait five days? It is. Yeah, we're it's a lot of misinformation already on yeah. our podcast. We're going to we get do. a flag on this episode. I know it's going to have a little thing at the bottom of it. Do not. Also, if you trust us for any information, yeah, you are a dumb person. We almost <laughs> killed Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. Do not listen to us. Oh, we almost ruined 
Jesus's birthday. Yeah, because <laughs> just two dudes. Like, do not trust us at all. Do your own research. Mm-hmm. All right, Joe Rogan's. <laughs> Learn for yourself that yeah, we're just spewing nonsense. Okay, we're just an idiot with millions of fans. Mm-hmm. Millions. So I'm yeah, I'm immune, feeling good. How was your Christmas? Getting to see people and whatnot. Um, I had a great time with my people. Mm-hmm. We gathered and opened gifts and had a great time. We got a cornhole set with our family's first letter of our last name on it. Whoa, S. S. It's a whole cornhole set. Thank you. Um, Shout them out. to the Grants for uh, giving us that. Yeah. We played a lot of cornhole during Christmas. Um, yeah, pretty standard Stanley for Christmas day. Yeah, how was the Christmas show? I was, um, I was planning on hosting it first time on stage in a year and a half. Yeah, I then I conveniently got COVID. Right, that that's I was gonna bring that up. Um, I a week before, about a right after our last episode, a venue in Woodstock reached out to me about doing a comedy night on the twenty first, and I was like, okay, yeah, maybe we can sell some tickets in a week for that. And I said, Aaron, you need to host this to uh, sell tickets because obviously c- that's what sells. Because you're a huge draw, as mm-hmm. we know. Um, and then Aaron conveniently was exposed to COVID pretty soon after I asked him to do that. Yeah, yeah, I was very nervous about it. I, I was in Nashville and I was just like, cough like, on. Hey, me. could everyone breathe on me? Please, 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 please. I'm gonna have to do stand-up comedy. Um, but we did the show without you. It went really well. We sold it out in eight days. Wild. How many people is a sellout there? 180 something. Whoa, super spreader. Yep. So I'm rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of people probably gonna die. Yep, a lot of blood on your hands. A lot of blood on my you hands. You wash it off with all the money you made. Pretty tough to trace. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I think everybody's okay. No one's called me and said that they're dead. Well, everyone has COVID now. Yeah, everybody. Maybe that's selfish of me, but anyway. I think everyone kind of has COVID. Yeah, or has been exposed and is about to have COVID. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like all right, either go underground or you're probably just gonna have to get it. Yeah, I've. So I hate I've, that I believe. That. I know I've always fought that, but now, gosh, even people that I know are the most conservative about it. Yeah, like already, vaccinated. and I don't mean conservative like non-vaccinated. No, I mean, like the most careful. <laughs> yeah, the most careful. Um, yeah, and they're still getting it, so I don't know. But maybe it's just making me feel better that I finally got it. Like, oh, everyone's got it. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. Well, whatever. Oh, uh, glad the show went well. Yeah. Um, yeah. How was your? Co- I brought you groceries during your COVID. You did. I want to make sure everybody knows I did that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I gave you two of my at-home tests. Yes. Which were in high demand. And I still are. I know. Both negatives. I got a lot of texts asking for them. And I was like, I'm out. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I I'm did. honored that you shared them with me. Well, you were the first one to ask. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did one before the day before my show. So I want to make sure. And then I did one two days ago after Christmas. Both negative. Both negative. Yeah. So. But I appreciate the groceries. Um, then I also did get another groceries shipment delivered mm-hmm. i'm gonna do that forever now yeah once you start getting things delivered to your house it's tough to go out and get them again it is 60 bucks for the year of free deliveries yeah it's a uh it's a dangerous road i live across the street from two grocery stores mm-hmm. so it's very tough for me to justify it but i have done it before yeah you're, anna, you're a piece of garbage if you do it <laughs> anna has it for her place and then sometimes she can just change the address to have them delivered here Oh, and so that's a good system. Wow, she's so, a lawyer, and she should get sued for that. I don't know if it's against the rules or not, but it's happened a few times. It's it's like Netflix logins, like frowned upon. Everyone does it. Yeah, I don't even know whose Netflix I use. Yeah, I get my groceries delivered to my fiance's place all the time. Yeah, 
all the time. That's great. Yeah, love that. Um, well, we don't really have a huge agenda for this episode today. Uh, we don't have a guest, but we are going to go through some of the big events that happened this year, mm-hmm. so everybody can know what we think about those events. In the world. Them, in, in the, the world. world first. Yes. Yeah. Because some of them happened before we had a podcast to talk about them on. That's true. So we got to get our opinions out there. Yeah. Um, and then we thought it would be fun if we take a look back at some of our episodes from the year yep. and give out some superlatives and talk about some of our favorite moments. Mm-hmm. So if you're a former guest that is now listening to this, stay tuned because you might get an award. Or you might get roasted. Or you might, even if, worse, not get mentioned at all. If you don't, What was your superlative in high school? Did you get one? No, I went to a big high school and I was pretty introverted. Oh. Um, most did, introverted. <laughs> what was yours, Aaron? Uh, mo- most likely to be famous. Was it? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I was a smaller school. Well, jokes on them. Everyone got a superlative. Okay. I'm not kidding. It was like communist like school. 40 pages in the yearbook. Wow, that is a problem. Uh-huh. Who comes up with them? Is there a vote? Um, the I'm principal? not sure. Does I, the principal just I think it's them? the yearbook team, which are usually kind of sus. The, those, they're the, you know... Like, oh, Wendy got most attractive again? It's like half nerds and half people just, you know, not not caring, smoking dope under the... Did I say dope? Like you I was know seven those years old. Yearbook committee folks <laughs> smoking that dope under the bleachers. Yeah. So I think they are they're the ones who just they get to label everyone in the school. That's too much power. If I had known that, I think I would have tried to be on that. Yeah, that would be very fun. To, except some of it's weird too. You're like best eyes, you know? And it's like yeah. like guy in the corners be like julie julie and connor they have the best eyes you don't want to have an opinion on that too fast uh-uh. i think that whole week you're just walking around the school making a ton of eye contact with people trying to scout out who's got yeah. the best eyes. why is jeremy just looking at everybody's eyes so hard yeah, yearbook team they can do whatever they want or people know that it's him and so they're just trying to make extra eye contact with him right and she's like, oh, wow, I'm getting a lot of female attention. You can do anything. You just you start driving home and he pops up in your back seat. And I'm like, I'm researching for cleanest car. <laughs> Jeez, cleanest dude. Car. Is that one? I don't know. That would be such a bad one. I have no idea. So Yeah. we. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cleanest car. Um, okay. So we're going to get to the superlatives at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Don't fast forward because you're going to learn stuff. Because yeah. we are so smart and in tune with what's going on in the world. Yeah. You know, turn off the daily, turn off your news podcast. Hey, and don't do us times two or three speed either. No. I do not care for that. Get the real deal. Listen to our voices at the speed we intentionally if I, that, speak If it was two times, better. I'd have been like, we're the real deal. No, we're the real deal. Yeah. Pauses turn, matter. Turn it off. Turn it off. Okay. All right. <clears throat> what's our first topic of conversation, Aaron? What happened last year? <laughs> a lot of this is just bad news. <laughs> yeah. to, is there any good stuff? A lot of scars are going to reopen for everyone. Obviously, COVID, Omicron, is mm-hmm. how you say it? Yeah. Delta. It's all bad. Or as you call It'll it. It'll never end. Or as Aaron likes to call it, the Betty White of viruses. It just won't it go away. It refuses to go away. It won't. When will it die? No matter how, mich- how much he wishes it would. <laughs> I need to put the 2X on Betty White. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> get that over with. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, we already talked about COVID. Um, let's let's go back to January. The the good old insurrection. I think that's probably the word of the year. Insurrection. Yeah. There's there's a lot of words, especially uh, the Trump presidency, that mm-hmm. like uh, collude. Heard that word so much. Collusion. Recuse. Uh-huh. I recuse myself. Yeah. So many. Like every six months, like, this is a word that I I've never really heard, and it will not leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Um, Hi- HIPAA violation. HIPAA, huge. Learned about that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Insurrection is a big one. Um, how'd you feel? Were you for it or against it? 
Um, the insurrection, <laughs> uh, the storming of the ca- capital of our country. Uh-huh. Uh You know, on the fence, like many of them were. <laughs> on the fence? Uh, on no. the wall, if you will. On Thanks, Donald. Falling down the wall. Uh, do you think that anybody that went in there is still glad that they did? There is a couple. Have you watched the HBO documentary? No. It's fascinating. Like four <laughs> or six hours of the Capitol, whatever it is. There's a couple dudes that is like the highlight of their life. Are they? They're still so proud. Are they free? Yeah. So they didn't get caught, but then they... I can't remember. Because they, they introduced you to so many people, and I can't remember what all happened to all of them. Uh, but there's a few of them. There is one dude who is... You just feel bad for him because like I'm there with like masculine guys and we were we were just uh, being guys guys and we were doing what guys do. Finally, a team I could be on. The guys can't hang out at the Capitol anymore. What the heck? Um, and yeah, he was the last one there because he was late. Well, he's in a no. He was on a stand and uh, he's in a wheelchair and everyone left uh, and he was stuck <laughs> and he was live streaming and so cops had to drag him down and they were talking crap and he was like, "I'm the last man standing." He's like, "No, you were stuck." No. <laughs> It's different. Um, yeah, I wonder. Yeah, it's uh, it's got to be tough to. Re- it had. It was the best moment of most of their lives in the moment, but for then sure. now they can't be like it was worth it. Yeah, because they're all going to get in huge trouble. Yeah, I would watch the do- watch work. the documentary. It's fascinating and terrifying. Okay, because the whole mob mentality, and you have the cops. They interview all them, and they're like, "Oh, we thought we were gonna die. We all thought, yeah, we were going in this corridor, and we're all gonna like oh. everyone's gonna die." I'm worried Crazy. that I'm so susceptible to peer pressure that if I've been there, I would have been like, okay, everybody else is. Yeah. Oh, it's like a behind the scenes tour, but different. There's a lot of people that were like, would never do it. But then they were like, everybody's doing it. That's true. Have you been in those situations before? Um, at the airport when I was running for my life. Okay. Well, if everyone's running from a, <laughs> a gunshots, yeah. yeah, go with the crowd. I've always thought about that. Like, I wouldn't loot. I wouldn't start looting. No. If you walk by and there's, like, stuff there, and in the heat of the moment, I don't know. I, you can see it it's in a other, human experiment. You see it in other people. College football is a big part of that, too. Like, storming the field. Yeah. I've done that. And, it's and you were not one of the first 10% of people on the field. No, but yeah. it was the Iron Bowl after the kick six. Mm. So, it was very... It was like... We're all, everybody was on board, but I would not have been like... You guys are all behind me, right? Right, right. For sure. But you get so swept up in that. It feels like the most important thing in the world to get on that field, even though there's no real reason to. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good example. So yeah, I would have done it. You would have done it. I would have stormed the Capitol. I would have insurrected. Yep. Insurrect. uh, (laughs) I don't don't know the word. Insurrectile dysfunction. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, just official stance of the podcast. Insurrection was bad. Don't do it. Yeah, that's our official stance. Don't do it. If you even, want to know our unofficial stance, send us even if people encourage you to storm the Capitol, politicians or whatever, don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. Okay. All right, moving on. Um, Let's lighten it up. Supply chain, dude. <laughs> I had no idea how important to my life the Suez Canal was until this year. That it's so not funny, but seeing just that big boat sideways and everyone was like. We're screwed for months. Visually, it's probably the visually the funniest <laughs> thing that I've ever I seen. I know. Because like all this technology, we got drones, satellites, billionaires are going to space. And like this boat's just sideways the a little boat bit. boat's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> we can't get anything. I can't get my grandma's medication because this boat's a little sideways. And we've all gotten something <laughs> stuck before and been like, ah, I don't Your know how kidney we stone. can get that. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like my kidney stone. <laughs> just it ruins everything. Uh-huh. Uh, and I had a marble in my nose when I was like four. Are they going to make a movie about the Suez Canal guy? 
I feel like he's the Bartman, like the <laughs> yeah. guy that get the at the Cubs game that caught the ball he's not supposed to. It's just like everybody's attention is on this guy that no one's ever supposed to be yeah. paying attention it's to. It's like the opposite of Sully. Yeah. Who landed the plane in the Hudson. Yeah. Or he's just looking out the window and being like, I don't know. I can't turn it. Yeah, it won't I, turn. I tried reversing it. I put it. I tried. Oh, gosh. There's people like down in the boat next to him. Just like, did you try flipping it? I was like, yeah. I, what do you think I'm doing up here? Reverse it, dude. I'm trying everything. Yeah. Captain Phillips too. the yeah. Suez Canal. I would watch that in a heartbeat. The Gilligan. Um, yeah. So supply chain, get better soon. Mm-hmm. Best wishes, girly. Yeah. Um, Widen that canal. To further than a wider than a boat. That's true. So it could do three sixties. Yeah, let's make it wider than the biggest boat. It could do a Tony Hawk nine hundred in there, and we all still get our packages. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right. All right. Solve that one. This What's went next? from we don't have hot takes and we don't know what we're talking about to we should probably be president together. Maybe, maybe an enormous <laughs> construction project we just thought of should happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is great. This is us solving all the world's problems. All right. What's next? Britney Spears is free. Yeah, I did not pay much attention to that. Oh, babe, babe. Yeah. So what I understand is that her dad was had mind control, had a lot of control over her legally, mm-hmm. and she wasn't allowed to talk to anybody or do anything without his permission. And then that is also how I understand it. Um, I did not watch the documentaries. I know that's how I get most of my information, as uh-huh. <laughs> I've said before. Um, yeah, because you know she had her very public mental health struggles. I mean, she was mm-hmm. a child star, which a lot of issues come with that. I think naturally. Yeah. Um, just thrust into the spotlight. I I get it. The whole shaved head situation, whatever that breakdown was in like oh five, um, and so it seemed like dad, stage dad, was like, I'm gonna use this to maybe if maybe there were good intentions at the beginning, like she needed help and she has this whole you know empire that she yeah. couldn't control at that moment. Um, so I'm gonna help out, and then maybe the greed clause came out. I was like, I'm gonna control everything where I the money am goes. Britney Spears, yeah, and like who she can date, like that's just normal dad stuff. Weird, yeah, weird and bad. My dad tells me who I can date. Did he pick right now? It's on no out for you. <laughs> right now, it's no one. Yeah, I said, Dad, am I allowed to date anybody? No, son, you're engaged. Okay, mm. well, you're being pretty controlling right now. That's classic pastor move, you know. know. Close minded. Come on. Yeah, everyone's poly now. Andy, yeah, I, <laughs> I, wish my, I wish my dad was a Mormon pastor. <laughs> yeah, right. That was. Would a, if you were in a uh, conservatorship, what what would your life look like if dad controlled everything? If my dad controlled everything, it'd probably be really good and healthy. <laughs> I'd probably be in, just doing great. Yeah, probably be in better shape. Probably eat better. Probably wear a lot more Banana Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Probably be the chairman of the board. Yeah, somewhere. What yeah. about you? If, if you'd be if, hunting, I would have been busy on January sixth. <laughs> <laughs> if my if my dad was controlling my uh, itinerary, whoo boy, uh, yeah, I don't know. There'd be a lot of hunting involved. That's something that he doesn't even hunt anymore. Yeah, but he'll still bring it up. I've just seen pictures of the walls. Yeah, where yeah, all the, the oh, it's a lot, a of, lot of dead stuff. The den of death. Yeah, the den we, of death. The den of death is how we refer Does to he it. He embraced that. Uh, he's fine with it. That's what my mom. Yeah, through gritted teeth. It's the den and of it's death. the main den in the it's house. Like, I'm happy. Right? I I love it. It's not like there's a main den and then the den of death. It's the den. It's the it's the den. Yeah, especially now because if guests come over. That's the den they go it's to. It's the den. It's where yeah. you sit. It's where we open Christmas presents. Um, yeah, the the old house. My dad was a builder and kind of built his dream house, and he had this big man room, um, like 
uh, rock, this giant kind of not rock wall like you climb it, but like I don't know, it was, it was nice. Yeah, stone wall, but there are rocks. Whatever, stacked rocks. Um, okay, you know, pine wood, and it, it it was cool, and it was full of animals, and there was so much room. And then my parents downsized. Mm three or four years ago, and he refuses to get rid of any animal. So it's like a low ceiling, like what, 10 foot so, normal ceiling. So the room that he brought them to originally fit them very well. Yeah. He built the house for those animals. They're all crammed kinda. into the den of death. And half of them are in a shed that he refused to sell any of them. Like, yeah. let me go to Longhorn and tell them to send a rep out here and we'll sell them stuff, you know, or Cabela's or whatever. And so it is the funniest room now. It is wall to ceiling, dead stuff. I get it. It's insane. It would be disrespectful for him to just get rid of one of those animals' heads. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good recipe for an uh, animal ghost. So if I was, if he was my conservator, mm-hmm. my, my little 700-square-foot condo would be full yeah. of dead animals. If you had to choose someone in your life to be your conservator, who would you want it to be? Or a celebrity? Oh, shoot. My my brain went to the rock. Wow. Well, that's <laughs> that sounds terrible. He works out like twelve times a day. Yeah, you'd be miserable for a while, but then I'd be I'd be ripped. Then you'd be like, all right, I'm, yeah, that's good. That's a good choice. I think I'm looking to the rock more now because I think I'm going to be a, a shaved head guy at some point next year. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'll get, I guess I'll just have to look like the rock now. Yeah, you know. So yeah. I looked at him, being like, I'll just look like him. I guess if I shave my head. Yeah, I think if you work for him, you have to emulate his appearance in every way you can yeah 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 i think i think if my sister that's probably who it would go to naturally if my parents are out of the picture that sounds like i'm gonna kill them i'm not i hope they live forever he didn't say once they're out of the picture <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if everything goes according to plan yeah. my sister will be next in line um yeah. yeah my they my sister and brother-in-law are fantastic and i would have a great situation i think if they controlled all of my decisions that's what i was gonna say i was gonna say them yeah for Callie. me so um I would probably choose that scientist as trying to make people immortal. Dr. Fauci. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he already controls all my decisions anyway because I'm vaccinated. Come on. Um, Sheep. <laughs> um, what's who, next? Who's the scientist that made... What? I forget his name. I follow him on Elon Instagram. Musk? No, he's like, we're going to make people immortal. We're going to end aging forever. No, that's a cult leader. I, I listen to too, too oh, no. many cult shows and media pieces. If someone says... They have all the answers, and they can give you immortality or something. Oh, nope, nope, no, nope, nope, nope. Well, I don't even remember his name. So he's clearly not that. He's he's at the top of a sex ring. I tell you that right now. Oh, HBO is going to make a killer documentary about it in a couple years. People to live forever. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Let's shout him out. I'm not getting great reception. This perverted in freak. my own house right now. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't call him out after I said that. Okay, let's move on. Um, <clears throat> let's since we don't know a ton about conservatorships, yeah. let's move on to what we know best. Mm-hmm. NFTs, yeah, in the metaverse, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still, I just got on TikTok, <laughs> so I'm not totally not, ready yeah, for the metaverse start. yet. I do uh, know that um, Craig Gross Shell's church is already having services in the metaverse. Really? Yeah. Whoa! It's almost like they knew. It was yeah. I saw a little clip of it. It looks crazy. Well, the one thing, the one like question I have about the metaverse is, what is it? What is it? If you have to ask, you're not ready. I'm not ready. Yeah, but I'm, I I have to ask too. This this stuff, dude, it is ruining my peace because it's like crypto, where like if I just put the time in and understand it, I can ride this wave and 
you know, be part of the next big thing. Like get in at the ground floor. NFTs, I'll just like throw my phone away. Like, my brain, it, it stresses me out. Even though I know I should probably care. I don't want to learn about it. Yeah, well, you're you're we're probably missing out big time. Yeah, I guess. I'm trying to. Can we make our own NFT? Trying to manifest boat energy for next year. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you want to have a boat? I want everybody that I love to have a boat. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then have like a fleet of boats. Boats. Take them down the canal. That is one. I mean, you could probably figure this out from listening to the podcast. Not a big Donald Trump guy. Uh, but the boat parades, pretty sick. Oh, yeah. Those are those are the coolest. I was like, well, you can just do that? Just get a big flag. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. It's so much wake and So waves. much wake. Just a... In, just, just people, <laughs> liberals sitting on their dock, just rocking. It's <laughs> a so no wake zone. And their exor- exercise boats just getting flipped over. Yep. Um, so yeah, NFTs, it's a non-fungible token. Yeah. Which sounds delicious. I don't know. <laughs> Not, I prefer the, I prefer non-fungible to fungible. That's true. I, I don't know. I mean, I like tokens. Arcades. Like tokens? I like fudge. Mm-hmm. There's an N in fung, fungible, Funge. fungus. It sounds kind of like a fungus, but if it might be fudge, then it might be worth. I have I have non fungible toes because of the ointment I use. All right, um, I have nothing else to contribute on this topic. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but I think overall the world is ending. It's going to be like the end of Wally. We're all hooked up to tubes on a spacecraft. Yeah, living in a digital landscape. We might already be doing that, and this will just be the next level of it. Oh, you're talking about like Matrix stuff. I've never seen Matrix, actually. Have you not? No. That's probably like the craziest movie I've not seen. Hmm. You should watch that. It's very good, and it'll blow your mind in that way. Okay. Like, is everything fake? Yeah. Well, I already believe, you know. Okay, let's move on. What does fake even mean? Um, we <laughs> the, the Texas freeze... You know, Hurricane Ida, there's there's the... The Texas freeze this year? It was this year. Feels like 11 years ago. And one of the funnier things that happened this year was Ted Cruz trying to go to Cancun. Or going to Cancun for a day. Oh, yeah. While his country <laughs> froze. Yeah. And then he blamed it on his daughter. In the airport. Unbelievable. Blamed it on his daughter. But then they what they found the text messages that they like sent to all their friends being like, Cancun this weekend? Yeah, you guys. Hey, you guys want to get out of here? Yeah, and he's like, I was just going to babysit for a day. It was just a day. No one goes for a day, dude. Lies. Um, yeah, that was a rough one. But you know, Ted Cruz just goes to show you can get away with anything when you're that hot. It is true. When you look like him, the world is your oyster. That was a reductorist post. Was it? Online. I just stole, but it, it's made me laugh a lot. Is that the phrase? World is your oyster. I think so. It that doesn't make sense. Are you the pearl? The world is my oyster. Should I look this up? This is yeah, what people care about. Yeah, let's look that up. Let's find out what world is. Because a lot of people don't like oysters. I hate oysters. A lot of people get sick from oysters. You're looking at me like that happened to me. Did it? It did a couple months ago. It was the worst night of my life. Um, the proverb, the world is your oyster, first appeared in Shakespeare's play, The Merry Wives of Windsor, published mm-hmm. in... Now I remember. What year was that? Do you remember? Uh, that was uh, that was 1739. 1602. Okay. Honestly, not bad. I would have been like 18? I don't know. Yeah. In Act 2, a character named Falstaff. Everyone, yeah. everyone just turn this podcast off. Stop listening. This is boring and bad. <laughs> Let's bring the name Falstaff back. <laughs> Falstaff, I will not lend thee a penny. To which Pistol replied, 
Why then, the world's mine oyster, which I with sword will open. Ah, uh, so the world is, I can, I can open it. Yeah, it's about it's shucking. Isn't it shucking? It is shucking. Yeah. Yeah. So Falstaff, this fellow Falstaff is going to shuck the oyster. Shuck the world, Shuck dude. the world open and then get all the stuff that's inside it for himself. Mm-hmm. Yum. Shouts out... Uh, the world. Ted Cruz and William Shakespeare. Yeah, and Falstaff. <laughs> that's that's my Mount Rushmore right there. Just two of each of them. <laughs> <laughs> Your Mount Rushmore is two people twice. Yep. That's great. Um, we're out of Afghanistan. Yeah. That went so smooth. Yep. That went so smooth. Let's get out of all the countries. What other countries are we in? Oh, that's a great point. And which one should we get into? Oh, yeah. I think we should put some people in England. Keep an eye on them. Yeah. What if it was like risk where you're like, I got, they got to go somewhere. Yeah. We're just going to bring all the people back. No. Overpopulation. We're trying to take over, Joe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And like everyone's, if everyone's just chilling here, good. I'm glad. I'm glad they're home. I'm glad they're safe. I'm glad they're with their families. We got to take over, dude. Yeah. Like, what's our deal with Puerto Rico? It's kind of, we own it. It's semi-ours. Let's have more stuff like that. I like that. Let's go get we some start more small. Puerto Ricos. I think Guam might that seems be involved. Pretty gettable. Yeah, Fiji. Yep. Well, we, we could probably do that. Yeah. Small. Small islands. So you're thinking islands. Well, we can surround them with navy, with boats. Islands Remember, are big easy. boat energy, that's what we're talking about. We can take our new boats. Mm-hmm. Take our new boats. Yep. Pretty much all the islands let's do first, and then the coasts. Smart. And then next thing you know, Mother Russia. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Solve that one. Solve that one. Um... But yeah, that was uh that was eventually great. get back in Afghanistan. Uh, <laughs> is it like a, but a twenty years on, twenty years off last. situation? We'll yeah. get them last. Oh, that was bad. Um, very poorly done. Okay, uh, Squid Game. Did you watch it? I did. What did you think? I loved it until the end. I was like, Ugh. just when it got. Did all, you watch it? Like the twist and all that. Yeah, I liked it when it was a lot of mystery. That's how most things are. I feel like. Most really good shows, you like really enjoy them when you're wondering about stuff, and then when they have to actually like answer your questions, it's like, oh, that was it. Yeah, like Lost was kind of that way, even though I still like the way Lost ended. But it was at its best when you're like, what is happening? Yeah, I mean, when you got to tie it up, it's hard to nail the dismount. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but overall, Squid Game was I. It was so violent, and I enjoyed it that I was like, should I be enjoying this? Because it was Asian people? No. Oh, you mean because of the violence? I don't care what they are. <laughs> They're dead people. They're people. Yeah. People is people. Human beings. Yeah. It's, I mean, it was, I liked it a lot. Um, you know, everyone knows I watch just rotten things. Yeah, it probably wasn't violent enough for you, was it? No. I, I, I'd watch it go right to bed, feel nothing. Yeah. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it was interesting. It kind of... It's like Hunger Games... Enjoy yeah. that story, but I wanted them to push it a little more, and that that's what kind of what they did, you know? Yeah. I loved the challenges. I could not, I mean, if somebody had, if the power had gone out when I was watching one of the challenges, I would have called the power company. <laughs> but like, guys, I'm in the middle of watching this tug of war match. Right. Turn it back on. That That is something that, I'm not proud of it, but I did fast forward a couple times just to click through and see what the game would be, because I was so excited. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, Ooh, they're like stepping on glass. Ooh, neat. Okay. You were like, then I not go back. I wouldn't ruin it for me, but yeah. I wanted to see what it was. You'd be like, I think I would be good at coming up with the games. Mm-hmm. And I, I, 
it's a little predictable at times. Yeah. Well, like you the know, t- the, if all the good, all the characters who you know who they are are on one team. Oh, for sure. And then <laughs> one whole team is about to die. He's like, yeah. oh, I wonder if they're going to kill all the characters in this show right now. That is, you probably guess there's a little spoilers. We're not going full spoilers, but when a show's a limited series and they do have the freedom to just off people. Yeah. It kind of makes it more fun. I do like that. Yeah. I do like, it's like, yeah, they didn't sign this. Well, although Game of Thrones season one, yeah, that wasn't a limited series and they got rid of the main character after one season. Mm, I think it was like season three. Red Wedding? No, that's whole different main characters. I'm talking about oh, Ned, Ned oh, Stark. Oh, Ned. Yeah, Dead Stark. He got beheaded real yeah, quick. Nobody's safe. I do like it when nobody's safe. Yeah. I point. like that. <clears throat> we were talking about Squid Game. And if you watch it, like, oh, I can deal with spoilers. And they just went straight to Game of Thrones spoiler. If season one Game of no Thrones warning. is a spoiler to you, i sorry. That's true. You can. I'll, it's, it's been I'll too send, long. I'll Venmo you $5. Just send me a message. Um, okay, Squid Game. Pretty good. Prince Philip died. Which one? He was the one. He's looked dead for 30 years. He's an old guy, so we don't have to feel like old. We don't feel. He was 99. He's not the one married to Meghan Markle. No, no, no. That's Harry. That is Harry. If he died, I'd be sad. I'd be like, he had so much more. They seem cool. But Prince, uh, what, whatever his name, Prince Philip, he, it was time. Is he the one that they were he like? He was here too long. Okay, cool. Visually, you could be like, You're, mm-mm. it's been up, dude. Get out of here. That's that's oh. why that's why people talk to him because oh pick- you're still alive tell your face <laughs> got him dude nice um yeah pictures that's the only time people would talk about him pictures would go around of him like paparazzi took in a car and it was like oh my gosh this is a corpse I don't know what he looked like but it's funny to me hearing you say that knowing that he had access to the most Everything. ways of not having that happen yeah and it's still Betty White looks great. Yeah. Doesn't look a day over 90. Yeah, and she's rich. She's not as rich as that guy, probably. No. No, no, no. He could... Are you about to show me a picture of him? Yeah, you gotta see. All right. Am I gonna have nightmares? Probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy looks like uh, like a Star Wars Sith. He looks like the evil the emperor. Empire. All right, yeah. yeah, the Emperor. The uh, Emperor. The Emperor mixed with uh, the Penguin from Batman. Mm-hmm. If the Danny Penguin DeVito? died 50 years ago. Okay. And you dug, okay. Up, you dug him up, you reanimated him, and gave him a crown. But hey, may he rest in peace, though. May he rest in peace. Yeah. So sorry for the loss. Yeah. All you Brits. Sorry, English the, Nick, I'm sorry. Sorry to the royal family. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, cool. Uh, another big news. We're rocking through these. Uh, you got TikTok. I, I picked up some steam on TikTok. Yeah, you had a TikTok's big TikTok's a big deal now. year. Mm-hmm. I've only posted one video. How'd it do? Not great. Not good. No, it did not catch the wave. It's it's hard to tell. People yeah. love stand-up clips on there, and it was a very good clip. Well, I posted the clip on Instagram before, and it did great. It did by so my good. Instagram standards. Yeah. Um, but uh, I got to get start posting more stuff. You, you consistency. I thought I got the whole show recorded from Mad Life, where I did forty-five minutes oh, no. to the sold-out crowd, and it was not recording. Did you set it up? No, the venue almost always records, and I just assumed that they would because they had every other time I've been there, and then they said they didn't. Well, that is a bummer. I'm so sorry to hear it. It's okay. Just some of my best work that will, you know, I hope it holds a special place in the hearts of the people that came. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah. it more special. Yeah. Had to be there. It had to be there. And all the good Next comedy time. shows, they make you put your phones in like little pouches that get sealed. That's true. I think we're going to do it again next year. It went well. Good. And so I think we'll make it an annual holiday party in Woodstock. And I will have 
COVID, the Zeta variant. <laughs> Aaron's going to be getting all the variants. <laughs> but if I'm healthy, I'd, I'd do it. Um, okay, moving on. The Atlanta Braves won the World Series. Do you yeah. all know that? I don't. We haven't talked about I don't know that if on the podcast. Co- covered it or not. I just feel invincible. I feel like nothing can really hurt me. Uh, Auburn can never win another football game. I'll be like, well, the Braves won the World Series, yeah. so I'll be fine. That is, it, it hits me like it's new information every week. Every time I see something on Twitter, a clip, I'm uh-huh. like watching that again. Like, wow, that actually went down. I got a couple ornaments for the tree. Mm-hmm. I got a couple sweatshirts and uh, a bunch of brave stuff for Christmas. Oh, every shouts shouts out to Southern moms because the Braves won the World Series. Like, oh, I figured out Christmas. Like, it's yeah. just, <laughs> just uh, unload money onto World Series gear for yep. their kids. I did order. I asked for a jersey with the World Series patch on it. And I got one of those classic Christmas moments where I open the thing and it's a picture of it. I was like, oh, it's going to be here in a couple oh, of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Supply chain. Supply chain. Freaking, it's on the Suez. Come on. Get, get our canals straightened out. <laughs> um, it's also probably coming from Taiwan or something. Yeah. So uh, so we'll, we, we tried to pump the brakes on the Braves talk for a while, and we did. So we're going to try to get a couple more Braves-related guests in the spring. Mm-hmm. Let people breathe a little bit, especially our non-Braves fan listeners. They're like, come on, dudes. Yeah, thanks for hanging in there Please with us. move on. This is a big deal for us, okay? Yeah. We didn't know this was going to happen. So there'll be more Brave stuff coming soon. Hopefully you like that. If you don't, oh well. No worries if not. Um, next? Uh, Derek Chauvin got convicted yep. to murder George Floyd. It is always crazy to me how long it is. Like something happens and then it's blows up and then things kind of calm down and then like a year later like oh yeah by the way yeah, that yeah. finally got resolved uh-huh um it was things take so long and at least from my point of view good to see that good to see some um accountability which has mostly been lacking for a long time so uh, especially with everything that happened the last couple of years and the protest and the the heightened attention i'm just glad that's how that concluded yes um, definitely good to see a lot more cases, a lot more to be done, obviously. But that, that was a good step, at least. Yes. Yeah. Next up, Kislaine uh, Maxwell. Yeah, yeah. She she needs to go away. That one's forever. getting a lot less attention. Yeah, I don't want to go full Rogan, but something's up. Seems with that. like some people high up might not want this case to get too much exposure. I don't like being a conspiracy, but it's true. So that this, is this that, should be in. It should be everywhere. Yeah. I have to dig to get updates. Yeah. And then when I do, it's just like, oh, this happened. How yeah. is this not it's the like, biggest right. thing? And they say they're going to maybe pause the trial because COVID. Mm-mm. So. Mm-mm. Bad. Put some extra guards outside her cell. Um, yeah. That's all, all right. I got on, on those things. Uh, billionaire space race. Yeah, I mean, that's one of probably the brightest spots of the year to me. I mean, Congrats to the boys. The greatest guys of the world. The greatest guys. Are getting to do the coolest thing. Yeah. And that's how it should work. If you're the greatest guy, you get to do the coolest thing. Of course. So it's a meritocracy. Mm-hmm. And they deserve to do it. They do. Uh, Richard Branson, virgin. Great guy. <laughs> He does, that's his company. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm assuming yeah. he's not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, that's not our, our business. I don't know. But uh, as a billionaire, probably not. Right. Jeff, old Jeffrey. Bezos. Bezos. And Elon, just taking taking trips to space, not paying their workers great, but they can go to space a little bit. I, loved, I love it when guys get to go to space. 
and it's hard for me to root against anybody going up there. It's it's a it's a win for the boys for sure. Just love seeing boys going up there, and you know. And it's also funny that it's they, American. It's they, an American. I know Elon's not really. Is he Richard Branson? Isn't either right? Or is he? I just assume all billionaires are American. Wow. But that's not the case. I guess Elon lives here. Does Richard Branson live here? He has an island. They all have islands. Uh-oh. Bad stuff. We've got to go get those islands. <laughs> we got to get those Put islands. Put them on our list of islands. Uh, I'm sure Ghislaine knows where they are. Yeah. She can direct us. She's got a map of islands. Become an informant. Yeah. Uh, it, but it does. it is weird that they're all at the same time being like, Maybe let's see what else is out there. Maybe we should know how to get out of here if we need to. The people with all the money and resources are like, let's... And information. Let's investigate living somewhere else. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, they deserve it. That's all I have to they say. They deserve it. They should pay more taxes and pay their workers better. <laughs> um, okay. The Olympics happened with very little fanfare. I don't it, remember anything. I don't remember any winners. Yeah. I Can mean, you name one person that won a gold medal? Yeah. Who? I mean, our our gymnastics team, women, uh huh, raked. What are their names? <laughs> well, I mean, Simone, but she dropped out of the team final. I know that. Yeah. Man, it is hard. I just didn't pay attention at all. Yeah. And there's never, I don't know. I always follow them for a month. And then I... I just, I'm like, ah, I, did, I feel I, like I used I dismount. to... Dismount. <laughs> I, I used to care about this so much more. Yeah. And the a, a big story is... Mental health and athletes and the role that plays. Um, Naomi Osaka going into the Olympics, pulled out of the U.S. Open, I think. Or she got kind of banned because she didn't want to do... The press. The press side of it. She's yeah. like, I can't take this. Real and Zach, Zach Grinky situation. Yeah, and you know, the the kind of old school people are like, this is part of the thing. You got to do the media. Uh, yeah. And then other people are like, hey, she's let her take care of her mentals. Yeah. You know? Um, and then Simone Biles did kind of the same thing. Um, well, not the same thing. It wasn't about media. Bowed, bowed out. She bowed out at. I mean, for for uh, um, gym gymnasts, it's the Olympics. Like that's the thing. I can hardly. Yeah, it is. It's every four it's, years. It's like it's not like oh, it, I'll just do the next. Yeah, thing. like with Naomi Osaka, U.S. Open. There's one of the Grand Slam, you know, events. But there's like there's several a year, and it happens every year. Yeah, your career has several <clears throat> events every year. Yeah, and it's a. I mean, gymnasts. You never have people over twenty five. No, you know, no, you got you like got a three. Window. If you're a superstar, you get maybe three Olympics. Yeah, maybe? short window. So I mean, it's it a very serious uh, situation, and yeah, she needs to take care of her brain. Got to respect that. That has to be one of the most stressful things to do as a person is like Olympics. It's flip seven o- times. Olympic <laughs> gymnastics. Like I get stressed out watching it. Yeah, I can't imagine being like, all right, I guess I'll. Yeah, I'm sure that that takes a toll for sure. And I mean, being one of. I'm sure some would say the best athlete alive. And the most famous person on the best team. That's true. That's a lot of weight to carry. It reminds me of um, Justin Timberlake in the song Pop. Professional singer Justin Timberlake. When he's like, man, I'm tired of singing. Remember that? Oh, when he started acting more? No, he says that in the song. Oh, and then it I goes into know. a really bad guitar solo. Is that a secular song? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. But it's like that. If you, if you need to, just because you're the best at what you do, and you need to take a break, do it. Yeah. You know? I'm just sorry that it is part of your eight-year window where you're able to do the thing. When do you think you're going to have your your breaking point when it comes to stand-up? Oh, man. It's um, coming. Yeah. I can feel it on the horizon. Yeah. It's going to be where I, I don't know. What do you think I would say? You're saying like if I get canceled or if I just like, I can't do this anymore? No, you're not getting canceled. I'm very confident in that. Yeah. I have that conversation with a lot of people uh, just because of people I have worked with or been around in the past. Mm-hmm. 
uh, where I'm like, I'm so confident Andrew's not going to have a moral failure. Yeah, if I have any sort of <laughs> failure, it will be talent-based. It'll be talent-based. Like, so. He's just not that funny. Yeah. You know, which a lot of people say that. I'm not, people say that I'm not funny enough to take advantage of anything. No. So, no, love, I'm going to work on that. I love that you're like, I, I love Anna and I want to get married and not sleaze around. That, yeah. that, that, that feels good for me as a, I mean, you know, a podcast partner and friend. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm glad that you'll see it that way. I'm going to do my best to not disappoint everyone. Thank you. What do you, do you think I'm going to get? Am I, am I a red flag for? <laughs> mm, yeah, you seem like a really good guy, but a lot of the worst ones do. So, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not nearly as confident you. in you as you are in me. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 I'm not just going to give you a, yeah, same. I'm going to be honest with you. I worry that if this podcast gets too big, you're going to have some huge moral failures. So, all right, take that to the bank. Fine. Now, challenge accepted. Yeah, that's my. Plan. I'll have more failures while we're still small. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, that's kind of the year interview. A lot of other stuff happened. Yeah, good stuff happened too. Of course. Um, uh, yeah, you know, new president, all that stuff. We got. Uh, He's mostly there. <laughs> we had the yep. Uh, numbers went down for a while for COVID. For a while, it seemed like everybody was doing great. Uh-huh. That was a good moment. It, everyone was like, it's over as a joke. Um, yeah. And then, ooh, baby, it's back. Yeah. A lot of good movies came out. Name two. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just watched The Last Duel. It's fantastic. Oh, I need to watch that. It's really good. Ridley Scott. Yeah. Insufferable troll, that guy. Yeah. It's what really did, was good. Why do you blame the flop? Uh, Last Duel did not do well. Kids on their phones. Okay, just attention spans. Yeah, but he also did House of Gucci, which is doing great, and they both came out at like the same time. Oh, true. I guess the kids just dropped their phones to watch House of Gucci. Yeah, it was Lady Gaga. Yeah, I look at Lady Gaga on my phone all the time. I watch her on my screen. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so let's move on to well, podcast related stuff. Podcast related stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, let's do personal stuff. Oh, okay. It can be podcast. Oh, like our resolutions? Yeah, goals for next year. Okay. I'm not a big resolution guy. Mm-hmm. I try to mm, I try to look backwards more. We've already mentioned one of yours. Which is? Pilates. Oh, yeah. You mentioned that on our last episode. Yep, yep, yep. Um, tomorrow, I, I joined for a month, and tomorrow is my first class in this, this month. So me and my friend Keegan are doing it. We'll see how that goes. I'm scared. Is um, it one of your resolutions to do Pilates every week for a year? It's to take care of myself a little more. Okay. You know? I like a vague resolution. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't like the, I'm going to do this. That I don't know. Just overall, mm-hmm. better choices. Um, I don't want to die when I'm 40, 45, a little more reasonable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to do Pilates. Hopefully this month doesn't kill me. I'm going to be super sore for New Year's Eve, waddling around. Yeah. Um, morning pages, going to get back into that. Like it? That's a good one. I it is very good. One. It's when I when I got in a good rhythm earlier this year, it really helped kind of clear out my brain before I started my day. One time when I was at your house, I read a bunch of them. Did you? It's like some really dark good stuff. Alarming. Yeah, <laughs> dark good stuff. That's that's yeah. what I watch on TV. That's, that's yeah, great. yeah. Um, and you know, meditating. People are into. I'm not. I'm not trying to go. I'm not buying crystals. All right. I'm not buying crystals. But there are some like proven practices that I want to kind of open my brain and try to get psychedelics psychedelics yeah i get it for sure ayahuasca Mm -hmm. i'm doing that january 1st come on i've also been listening to um sleep like different noises for the first time ever like the last couple weeks instead of just the road outside the road because i do live on kind of a busy road and intersections people stop their music blaring 
all the time. I think yeah. I'm kind of used to it, but I've been listening to um, uh, Rainforest Sounds. Mm-hmm. I like that. But like ch- chill ones. Not It's not like a jaguar ripping a native's <laughs> face off, you know? It sounds like a cow is being mutilated. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's, it's rain and a babbling brook and frogs. Yeah. And it's helped. So I don't know. Just trying to figure out stuff that'll, that'll get my brain working right. That's great. I like that a That's lot. That's the big one. What about you? Give me one. Um, I want to get married. Yeah, we'll That's see. one of my resolutions. Mm-hmm. That's been on there for the past 10 years. Are you worried about it? About getting married? No. Do you think it's going to happen? We've you've made so many plans regarding the details. Put down a lot of money. A lot of deposits have been placed. Yeah. Uh, I feel pretty confident that Anna's going to get married to someone on September 24th. <laughs> So yeah. she had a, yeah, she needs to make that decision in the next couple months if she's gonna replace. No, but I do like the broad uh the broad? The broad uh the broad, call her? the broad type of resolutions. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, our friend and comedian Andy I, I Andy. Do, I do like the broad. Oh, you Such know, a funny the thing broad to say. Down, she's downstairs <laughs> right now, just being broad. Um <laughs> That's such an offensive term. I, I do Not like only the broad. does it sound bad. I was like, are you so confident in your wedding? It, I do. <laughs> it means wide. That's true. Like, is that, is that where that comes from? I don't, I don't know. know. But our friend Andy Sanford, comedian. From the Lonely Island. Has a bit, no, different guy. He has a bit where he says uh, he likes broad New Year's resolutions because he can speak, I'm going to be a better guy. And he's like, I'm already doing it. Seems like a resolution that a good guy would make. Mm. It's so, true. It's good. That's pretty good. Um, I think on the podcast, we should get a resolution to get a huge celebrity guest. Just one? Yeah. Well, you got one waiting on your text. Uh, Santa Claus, yes. <laughs> By the way, still probably going to hopefully have Santa Claus on this month. Yeah, I think a, I think a, even if it's not this month, I think a spring or summer Santa Claus episode's fun. Just random in the middle of the year? Yeah. Like Ted Lasso did it. They had a random Christmas episode. Oh, really? In the middle? Yeah. That's great. Like in the fall. Um, and then as so celebrity guest and also video, we're putting, we're putting that out there publicly. We're got to start posting clips, clip time. Yeah. That's part of, I gotta start doing Pilates, get my Pilates bod in shape. We're doing videos. We're not going to do video on the podcast until Aaron is visually acceptable. Yes. (laughs) So that's, that's like three or four months of six or seven months from now. (laughs) All right, dude. Um, what else do you have? Um, I mean, it's kind of it. Then there's just okay. the ones that are always there. Don't go to jail. Don't die. Yeah. I'm going to try not to die. Try not to go to jail. There are some personal projects. I mean, comedy's one that, I mean, as you know, I've flirted with getting back into it. And we've talked to our friend Justin at The Meadery who wants to do a show. And yep. some opportunities there that I'm going to pursue this year. Next That's year. Great. Yeah. Love it. Anything else for you? No. Yeah, marriage. It's a big one. That's the main one. Mm-hmm. Your career's that. going well, it seems like. I have some private ones. They're none of anybody's business. Oh. So just so they know that I have goals. Subscribe to our Patreon and you'll hear all of those. Yeah, for all my <laughs> private, intimate resolutions. Spicy. Venmo at Andrew-Stanley-6. We don't have a Patreon, by the way. Um, Not yet. <laughs> no, we probably won't. It feels weird. I don't know. Well, let's talk about some of our favorite moments from the podcast so yes, far. Yes, there were so few. Yes. Most of our guests just kind of dullards. Dullards, good I word. Would describe them as yeah. Just kind of, we really carry it, really push the conversation along, make them seem interesting. Yeah, um, for sure. But there were a few moments that were nice. There were a few not awful ones. Um, should we should we say at the same time our favorite? Yeah, our nominations for for different topics. Let's go. Um, 
What do you What do you have? Your favorite guest? Um, I have I have funniest story, most learning, most chill slash cool customer, and then I have some some Other some ones. that I'll surprise you with. Okay, so let's funniest story. Funniest story. Uh, let's say the person. Okay. First. In three, two, one. Carter, Carter Deems. <laughs> Pooping his pants in a hell house. That, a special story. And I, it also ties into kind of how we were raised a little bit. It just hit on all cylinders. It's got everything. It's got hell houses. It's got poop. It's got Carter Deems. <laughs> uh-huh. Wouldn't like the youth pastor being uh, crucified too, like in the basement of the church? It's just insane stuff. Yeah, it's stuff that I hate how easily I believe that it's real. Yep. Great story. Listen um, to that. Go back sure. to that one. All right, so we're one for one. Yep. Synced up. What's the next one? Um, most learning. Um, in an episode. Okay. Alrighty. I, I this is there's a lot of good options for I this know. one because we learned a lot. What is a half episode count? Sure. Okay. Three, two, one. Doctor Jerome. Justin Schoendorf. Oh, okay. Well, I learned so much about mead from Justin. Give me two facts. All right. Mead comes from honey. Oh, that's the big one, yeah. And mead is the oldest form of consumable alcohol. Those are alcohol. the two things that are like on the sign, but yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't like listen to a lot of stuff he said, but I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, learned okay. a lot. That was I walked in. I should have said three. That's good. Okay, uh, you learned from Doctor Jerome. That was our very first, yeah, time it, on the mics. Uh huh. It was episode point five because it was it was just intense, which is wonderful. But it, we were like, this probably isn't the best representation of how the podcast is going to go moving forward. So we released two. When they came out, that one and one of Sean at God Kindy. Um, but Dr. Drone was just fascinating and told us all about our brains. Um, and he said, I won the personality he test. He did not. No, that's what he said. You I should go back and listen to it. He said that. All right. He's, Dr. Drone said that. Okay. Um, most chill slash cool customer award. I, I bet we have the same one. Um, okay. Three, two, one. Fred Mike Dollar. Oh. <laughs> to me, Fred Dollar coolest chillest guy we've ever had in this room yeah teaching us all about gemology mm-hmm. the study of gems big gym guy yeah learned a lot also maybe maybe uh, the, the most cool likely customer. to be a felon oh, fred dollar freddie freddie dollar sign because there's a few stories then after and he's like you gotta delete that I was like, oh, oh yeah we, yeah full disclosure we cut some stuff out that was that know. we had a lot of fun with. Yeah, was like, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, the stories you guys could not handle. Yeah, there's gonna there's gonna be a lot of people that'll come for me if you post it. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, dude. Yeah, watch out. Yeah, um, yeah. Mike Soroka, I mean, he's Canadian because it's chill, because it's cool, just so chill. Yeah, and that is true. Just smiley, happy to be here. As as far as cool customer, mm-hmm. I'd say Mike Soroka. Yeah, and he's and Gary is dad. Yes. Well, that brings me to my next award, which is coolest dad that a guest brought to the interview. <laughs> Gary Soroka. Gary Soroka. Yeah. Um, also, the only dad, I guess, probably. Only dad. Him. There um, could have been other dads he, keeping the car warm outside. Yes, but even if so, Gary still would have won this award. He mm-hmm. was super cool and nice, and I hope he comes back. Okay, here's the new one I'm making up right now. Um, who of all of our guests would you want to be president? Mm-hmm. I'll give you a second. Okay. You know, they all have some positive qualities. All have a lot of red flags. <laughs> Uh, I'm, you just, know, I'm looking at probably don't want a stunt right man to be president. I'm just like, no, no I don't know. I, th- I think I know mine I where I'm know. like, we've been good hands, hearts in the right place. Oh, yeah. I know who I would say. All right. Three, two, one. Christian. 
Christian Cave? Yes. The youngest guest? Uh-huh, the turtle, the turtle lover. Yeah, I know who he is. Uh-huh. Wow. What were you going to say? I was going to say Dr. Jerome or Van Baird. Did you think I just counted down so I could say something? It was for us both to say at the same time. I was I was still deciding what to say. Uh, okay, Van Baird. We already talked about that. Van would be great. Van knows a lot about insurance. Yes, we need an insurance agent at the top. Yeah. He already owns, he runs his own business, so uh-huh. he's a leader. Yes. Uh, he lives in Georgia. It'd be great. First Georgian president Yeah, well, Jimmy Christian Carter. Cave knows a lot about snakes. Yeah, I mean, if the White House ever got infested with snakes, Christian would obviously be the best president to deal with that. Yeah. But it seems, yeah. If Christian was president uh, 50, 10 years ago, well, one, he would have been like 11. But if he was of age then... Kid president. He would have, he would have just jumped on Osama's back from a bridge and be like, I got him. You That's know what I mean? That's true. That is true. Yeah, we never use reptiles in warfare, but we could start wow. dropping reptiles on people. Yeah. Is, there, is it a Rough Riders, is it like Croc Riders? I feel like if one of them, one of our guests was a secret superhero, it would be Christian. I could see that. He's ripped. He has the glasses, like he Clark Kent vibes. He has an angle, like, a, like he'd be like the reptile man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. I like that. Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Most likely to have a story that makes me never want to listen to Mariah Carey again. Voss Sanchez. Probably Voss, yeah. That's what I was going to say, too. A few times that her songs came on during Christmas, and I asked my family to move on, move it on to the next one. Did you? Yeah. Hmm. I what told a, them all what an story. ally. Yeah. Hey, please put on Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, I said, let's get that Bruce Springsteen <laughs> yeah. going. No, all over Christmas is you. Yes, Santa Claus is coming to town. Who else did he say was great? Um Oh, uh, uh, Tina Turner? Tina Turner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tina Turner. I don't know of any big Christmas song she has, but good good for She's her. She's got one album, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, what about what was f- interesting to you? Was interesting? Like the whole time where you're like... Because every once in a while you kind of get lost and like you just have so many questions naturally because you're fascinated with what they're talking about. Yep. I think I know mine. Okay. Tell me yours while I think. Do you want to count down for me? Twelve. 11. No, 10. no. Also, side note, uh, Andrew WK, do you know who that is? Rocker? No. So funny. Party Hard is his big song. Okay. But he came out for his encore when I saw him. Uh huh. And he counted down himself from 100 and did the whole thing. <laughs> 100, 99, 90. And it was. He did the whole thing. It was funny. And then it wasn't the, funny. And yeah. then it was so funny. By the end, everybody's fired up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, from 90 to 50, you're like, He's really doing this? And yeah. then it just got funny. It was great. Yeah, that's um, great. Okay, three, two, one. Rebecca Skates, our Disney oh, sorry. episode. What, what was this category again? What you learned the just most? Just the most interesting Oh, yeah. To you. Mine is Luke Deal, the stuntman. Yeah, that is also very interesting. Yeah. I think, uh, I mean, Rebecca's, her episode did very well very early on. I think Disney World Exposed was a very good title on our part. Yeah. Um, but she's fantastic. Has a lot of great stories. And just, I didn't really think about it. And how interested everyone would be. But the inner workings of Disney World is just fascinating. Yep. Everybody's been there. You know, politics there. And it's like, oh, you gained five pounds. You have to be in a monkey suit now. Yeah. It's crazy stuff you're, like You're that. King George now. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. Yeah. For me, same Disney vibes. Here to Luke talk about being Indiana Jones at Disney World. Yeah. And... We both thought that was so cool. I mean, we neither of us knew about it until... And it was just like, oh, this guy's the real Indiana Jones. He make he lives in a house with other stuntmen, and they just do stunts on their house that they rent together. Yeah. And there's a whole world that I never knew about. That was very interesting. Yeah. And we have his book still here. We're going to read it. Pronounce it. Aaron, uh, uh, Obsidian. <laughs> Obsidianus. 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 I look deal. 
You say Stuff obscene me. anus? What'd you say? Uh, <laughs> Okay, is that anything else for you on that? No, that's uh, that if we did, if we didn't mention a guess, it's because we just really, you know, they just didn't really spark any 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 joy joy for us this year. <laughs> yeah. Sincere thank you to all of our guests that agreed to be with us this year. Yeah, um, get wrecked, Tim Willard. Yep. Yeah, Tim. Honorable <laughs> mention for all of these categories. Tim's a part of my life forever. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna reach out to him about some of the Wine the for wines wedding. for the um rehearsal dinner love it tim if you're listening to this remind me to reach out to you about the wines <laughs> for the rehearsal dinner yeah it's a good test um <clears throat> okay uh also opening this up if there's anything you want to hear as we move into next year we're i'm committed to this i have a great time doing it i've missed it the last week and a half yep um so excited to kind of move into the next phase get some video going and uh introduce you guys to some some more interesting people yeah let us know if you have an interesting person that lives within 50 minutes of Atlanta, Georgia, that mm-hmm. we want to come talk to us. And I think we'll, we'll be traveling a little bit more. Yeah. It was, it was fun to be in Nashville and record. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll compare calendars and when you've got a show and somewhere fun, we'll try to track down some people and make it happen. Yep. We figured out how to pack up the equipment in the most efficient manner. I think we can get an even more efficient travel setup. but yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, happy new year's everybody. Happy new year's. Thanks for listening. And we will see you on the other side. Can't wait to see you next year. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. No worries if not.